Welcome and greetings, career-minded superstars. You are listening to the exclusive Career Coach, your podcast for all things career. And I'm Lisa Edwards, the indispensable career coach for superstars just like you. Now let's dig into this week's topic, shall we? Go from dragging yourself to work each day to finding a job you love. The Career Spring program is for high-achieving and ambitious mid-level professionals like you who are looking for a job that uses your zone of genius, recognizes your value, and pays you what you're worth. If you're ready to learn more, schedule a complimentary consult using the link to my calendar in the show notes. Be sure to follow me on Exclusive Career Coaching on Facebook, Lisa Edwards on LinkedIn, and Lisa.Edwards on Instagram. Greetings. How's it going, guys? How is your May going so far? I guess as this comes out, we're getting ready here for Cinco de Mayo. You know, have fun. (laughs) Today, I wanted to give you some tools to help you with your direct reports. So if you don't have direct reports and you aspire to them, this is going to be useful information to help you prepare for that time. And if you already lead people, We want to talk about, you know, solution-focused questions to ask them, questions that don't place blame, but rather focus on how do we solve this problem? How do we move forward? I utilize the book Quiet Leadership, which is one of my favorite leadership books. It's by David Rock, R-O-C-K, for this episode. I want to remind you also that I offer a monthly job search masterclass held on the third Thursday of every month at four o'clock p.m. The topic is always job search focus, but coming from a different aspect. So the link is in the show notes if you want to see what this month's topic will be and decide whether you want to participate. I hope you'll come join us. The idea of solutions-focused questions is that you're not focusing on the problem, but the solution to the problem. There really is no upside to placing blame. So you want to help your employee understand on how they can do better the next time, how they can not make the same mistake again, how they can move forward. When we focus on problems, we're focusing on the past, which leads us to either, again, place blame or try to change something that has already happened, which, of course, we can't do. Focusing on solutions instead really helps us create energy in our minds. We begin to get creative and we begin to think about how to solve problems. I want to begin by giving you some examples of questions so you know what we're talking about. So we're going to talk about the the blame-focused, the problem-focused question versus the solutions-focused question. So in each case, the problem-focused question is first, the solutions-focused question is second. Why didn't you hit your targets? Versus, what do you need to do next time to hit your targets? Why did this happen? Versus, what do you want to achieve here? Where did it all start to go wrong? Versus, what do you need to do to move this forward? Why do you think you're not good at this? Versus, how can you develop strength in this area? What's wrong with your team? Versus, what does your team need to do to win? Why did you do that? Versus, what do you want to do next? Who is responsible for this? Versus, who can achieve this? Why isn't this working? Versus, what do we need to do to make this work? 
Notice how often I use the word why in the problem-focused questions, which really, again, is blame-focused and really puts that other person on the defensive because it does feel a bit like you're attacking them. I think if you can remove that word from your conversations with employees, that's a great first step to focusing on solutions. Let's talk about the brain science behind this. And those of you that are regular listeners to the podcast have heard this before. It doesn't hurt for a review. Our brains are very efficient creatures, creatures of habit. And when we have a belief or when we put something out into the world, our brain scans the environment to look for evidence of that thing, to prove us right. So if we say, for example, that employee is terrible, we're going to go look for evidence that that employee is terrible. That employee did a terrible job. That employee doesn't care about their work, whatever it is we believe to be true. And when we think about these problem-focused questions, for example, what's wrong with your team was one of the problem-focused questions. Now what I'm doing is my brain is going to scan the environment to find all the things that are wrong with that team instead of focusing on any good in that team or any ability to move forward. When, on the other hand, I am telling my brain that this team needs to make some changes to win. It's like opening up my brain. It's like it's it's like I'm getting this picture of a flower blooming. My brain then goes out into the environment to scan for possibilities of how this team could win, what they could do differently in order to win. So I'm full of solution focus as opposed to problem focus. I love this quote from The Solutions Focus book. It is often easier to start something new than to stop something. Anything that is a habit is by definition difficult to stop. And if change is encouraged by positive reinforcement, it is much easier to be aware of when you are taking the reinforceable action than to know when you are not doing whatever it is that you want to give up. What are we saying there? It's much easier for your brain to recognize, I'm doing this right. I'm doing this positive step, this correctly, as opposed to noticing that it has stopped doing something wrong. So again, our focus on the solutions really helps to move our brain forward. In a nutshell, problems begin to fade into the background as solutions develop. The problem's still there. It hasn't magically gone away, but we are now focused on solutions rather than that problem. A quote from Quiet Leadership, the book that I've used largely for this episode. If you are worried that this sounds too easy, consider that being solutions-focused means taking responsibility for outcomes and taking action. It doesn't mean being lazy with the facts. In fact, it requires significant discipline and focus. What he is saying there is we are not ignoring the problem by any stretch of the imagination. And if there is, if there needs to be consequences for the action, if you are leading people whose actions have been negligent in a way that is unacceptable to the organization, there should be consequences. 
But we don't dwell on that. We want to dwell on how do we move forward? How do we fix the problem? How do we learn from this? How do we move forward? Here's an assignment I would love to offer you for this week. When you go into a conversation with someone this week, notice the number of times that you choose to focus on problems versus the number of times that you choose to focus on solutions and keep a tally of your ratio. Notice that I said the number of times you choose to focus on problems versus the number of times you choose to focus on solutions. It is a choice that you're making. And by virtually by noticing it, you're going to become more aware of the negative talk, the, the problem-focused talk versus the solution-focused talk. And I'll almost guarantee you that your ratio will begin to change more towards the solution focus just by that awareness and noticing when you are dwelling on problems. So this is a really short one for you today. I hope it gives you some food for thought. Again, some of you may be individual contributors at present and you're not managing people, but you may desire to manage people or perhaps you manage people in a team that you lead or in some sort of matrix environment. You have an opportunity to help people with solutions. And if nothing else, as an individual contributor, you can notice whether you are dwelling on the problem or dwelling on the solution within yourself. So again, I hope this gives you some food for thought. I hope you are enjoying the beginning. I consider it the beginning of summer right now because, hey, I live in Florida, so it's been hot here for a while already. And I'll see you next week. Take care. You've been listening to The Exclusive Career Coach with Lisa Edwards, CEO of Exclusive Career Coaching. It would be great if you would rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Also, I want to be your career coach, so be sure to ask questions about your career management challenges and job search situation. Until next time.